This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Well, Otago's community of science heroes will be recognised in the new awards initiative to be launched as part of the build-up to this year's New Zealand International Science Festival. The Otago Daily Times Community Science Awards, which is a joint initiative between the ODT and the New Zealand International Science Festival, aims to acknowledge the work of science in our everyday lives and the difference the people committed to the field are making, from the region's scientists to teachers, students, community groups, volunteers and business people. Joining me now to tell more about this is New Zealand International Science Festival Director Chris Green. Good to have you on the show again, Chris. Thanks for coming in. You're welcome. Chris, what was the genesis of this initiative? How did it come about? Well, one of the things that we've been looking at, for obviously for the festival's point of view, is the role that science plays in our lives. Um, and at the end of the day, you won't have science if you don't have people that are passionate about what they do. And we started thinking about what we could actually do to celebrate the people that made science happen. Um, and we looked at... Um, and awards where we actually acknowledge people within the community that, that just do it because they love it, they do it as part of their day job, they do it because they're passionate about an issue or, or something that's going on in their lives. And so one of the, the reasons behind the awards is acknowledging the fact that there's so many people in our community that are involved with science. So we're definitely not just talking about people, those are kind of working kind of in an de- academic kind of way in the field of science. No, science is a combination of, of, of both. You know, I was having a, a conversation with one of our sponsors the other day um, and one of the things that they were saying and, and we were talking about was the fact that when you look at the trades, you know, plumbing uses physics and you've got chemistry, you look at the amount of computer science now that apprentices at a car dealership need to know about. So there's a lot of science that goes on and um, that, as I say in our everyday lives outside of the traditional biology, chemistry, physics that we think about. We've seen some really good work done in this respect by school groups, for example, and, and teachers, you know, just picking up a, a project and feeding into perhaps something that's bigger. And uh, it's, uh, it seems to be a more common um, occurrence now that science is reaching out to the world to do things like gather data, for example. Yeah, and one of the things that, that that's going on at the moment, there's a, there's a project called a participatory science scheme that the government's supporting and there's quite a good article in the paper last week where they showed these these kids out um, at the end of the peninsula that are doing a lot of work on analyzing the impact of the dredging that's going on on marine science now here's a group of school students that are doing some amazing things you know and so it, it's important to recognize them and the and the teams that are actually leading them as well there are a number of different categories for these awards. Um, perhaps we could sort of touch on some of them. There's the Postgraduate uh, Student Award, which is backed by 80 Instruments. Yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah, so once again, that's um, very much from a, from a tertiary point of view, both the Polytech and also the university doing some amazing things with some of their students. Um, one of the key things that, 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 that we look at is that we have these two amazing institutions in our corner of the world and they're doing some world class research and some of these kids are doing some amazing I use kids relatively because <laughs> everything's relative now you know they're, they're, they're doing some amazing things um, but nobody knows about it and, and they're quite happy to do that they get on and doing it but they're doing some world class research down there um, and they're also talking about their research and one of the things that we really really want to acknowledge is the fact that um, these guys have a heart for outreach and a heart for talking about what they do as well might attend similarly backing a student award also to catching the younger group there. There's a um, a science communicator award backed by Otago Museum. Uh, and I guess um, 
looking from the, the festival's perspective, uh, science communication has been a really big um, thrust of, of what you're all about, really. Yeah, at the end of the day, as I said before, you know, we we have this amazing science that happens, but it doesn't happen in isolation. Um, we have people that make it happen, and one of the great things that we look at, we look at our teachers, we look at um, the outreach coordinators, the what the museums do around science. It's incredible. And, and, and the thing that strikes me coming into the festival over the last few years is that these communicators have a real passion for science. We, we were in Alexandra last week, um, and you look at um, the passion that de- these teachers have to communicate science to their kids. Um, they don't have a lot of resources. They don't have a lot of sport, uh, support, but they love what they do, and it's amazing to see these teachers um, inspiring these kids. There's the Otago Science Interaction Non-Profit or Community Group Initiative Award. That's recognising, I guess, that there are plenty of not-for-profits and community groups out there who are contributing in this way. Also, the Otago Polytech Sustainability Award. Sustainability a very important at, time, at this time in, uh, in our history, I suppose. The Vodafone Business Award, which I guess is what? Acknowledging that there are businesses out there that are um, pr- promoting um, from within the, the, the advancement of science within what they're doing? Yeah, and, and, and when you look around um, the city, you know, we're a city of science and education, and we need to celebrate that. Um, we're a city of innovation, and we need to celebrate that as well. And one of the key things from my point of view behind this is we celebrate business, yes, we celebrate sport, we celebrate music, we celebrate tourism. Here's an opportunity to specifically celebrate these science businesses and what they contribute to, to not just our economy, but, but in terms of to employing and and inspiring that next generation. Very prestigious award also, the last of them, the University of Otago Lifetime Achievement Award. It's going to be very interesting to see who picks that one up. Chris, these categories point to this kind of wider circle, don't they, of business, community, tertiary institutions, the scientists in the field, all kind of collectively working together. I guess there's uh, there's kind of a, a greater power in numbers. Yeah, nothing happens in isolation, you know, and, and when you look at um, the research that goes on, you know, there's a, and one of the, the great things about, this town, this city is the role in which, you know, we use that phrase town and gown. You know, the resources that the university and the polytech have that are working with business, working with schools um, to really get that next generation of scientists going, nothing happens in isolation and this is a way of, of showing that everything sort of works together. So Chris, who can put a nomination forward for these awards? Yes, anyone can nominate. Um, I think it's from the ages of 15. Um, the nominations are through the ODT website. Uh, one of the great things that we've done, or one of the things that I'm really excited about, is it's not your typical awards form. So all we're asking for in the first instance is no more than, I think, 60 or 70 words um, about the person. So if you're over 15, we want to make it as simple for someone to nominate their teacher as for uh, maybe a, a lecturer to nominate a student. Um, and so we want to make it quite quite simple and quite easily for people to be able to do that. Um, and we've been really encouraged by the response that, that, that's come just in the first six or seven days. Nominations open, obviously, right now. And through till when, Chris? June the 11th. Uh, so through to the middle of June, so a couple of months, really. Um, and then on the launch of the, the Science Festival on July the 8th, uh, we'll be... Um, We'll be announcing the winners. 
Well, that'll be exciting indeed, and we do yeah. look forward to another uh, New Zealand International Science Festival. Um, without giving too much away, because I know you like to uh, keep a little bit uh, up your sleeve, what can you tell us about how it's shaping up for this year? Yeah, really excited. Um, really excited. I, th- I think um, for a number of things, we, we're introducing the theme, and the theme is Be Curious. So one of the things that we really want to do is to encourage people to think about science the way that we did as kids. So, you know, as you know, for, for those that have kids or grandkids or nephews or nieces, um, when they're young, they ask why, they experiment, they challenge, they're not afraid to ask questions. Um, and somehow that either gets knocked out of us or um, we lose that. And, and one of the things we're really encouraging people is to think about issues, um, as we did as, as kids, where we're not afraid to, to ask why. Yeah, some of the speakers um, are really exciting. Um, we've got them coming from right around the world. Um, we've got some people that you wouldn't expect to talk at a normal science festival, which is really exciting. We're doing quite a bit um, around some of the issues that um, are impacting people today. We're, we're doing quite a bit around climate change. Uh, sustainability is, is one that we're looking at. Um, we're also looking at uh, brain injury in sport. Um, and as you may have seen, that's a, a, an issue that's really exploded over the last year or so. Uh, some, so, so some different work around that. Uh, we've got some really exciting stuff happening, and I'd recommend that if, if people want to know, um, yeah, go onto the website and, and, and sign up for the newsletter, and we'll announce those through there. It's a great idea. And don't forget, you can make your nomination for the Otago Daily Times Community Science Awards as well, and that's via the ADT's website. Uh, Chris, we might cl- uh, catch up a little bit closer to the festival itself and see how things are shaping up, but I do want to thank you for coming in this morning and telling us a little bit more about all of this. Thanks for joining us. You're welcome. This program was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.